teaching ministry of Pastor Debbie Everly. Get ready to be empowered through the understanding of God's Word. So through receiving Christ as our Lord and Savior and believing in His death, burial, and resurrection, we have received a new nature. Now we understand that. And our human spirit becomes infused with the Spirit of Christ and will affect our outside when we use or apply our faith in Christ. So we have become a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. All things have become new in 2 Corinthians 5.17. Amen. What does it mean to be a new creature in Christ? Uh, Well, we're going to learn about that. And we have access to the power of God which is now within through faith in the shed blood of Jesus. Just reading some things that I had written out here. In other words, we access the promises of God's word by using the faith that he put in our hearts as a result of receiving Jesus Christ. All right, And, and we just talked about we all have a measure of faith. We can all believe. We don't have to pray. And you might say, yeah, but I know, I know these things. If you want to be able to uh, apply your faith, they've, they've got to be readily just come up yes, and, and right. be simple yes, to that's you. Right. That's, we, that's why we tell people, just keep it simple. You know, in, uh, if we ask somebody to minister for us in the youth or in the children's or here in the main service, just keep it simple. Amen? And, you know, these uh, truths over the year have come alive in my spirit. Where I used to piecemeal things because I didn't always, I kind of keep this one over here because I didn't always understand. Now it's starting to come together. It's coming alive. I'm starting to understand the beginning to the end. Now, I haven't arrived, you understand. Uh, But because I've heard these things over and over and over, I'm starting to understand how it all works together and how the, the plan of redemption Uh, came together, and if we teach that in simplicity, not only can you receive it for your own life, but then you can help others. Because what you don't understand, you can't help another with. Amen? And it starts out in Genesis 1-1, and it ends to the end of Revelation. You don't have to go to Genesis 1-1. That's all right. So, uh, uh, you know, if Peter was teaching this principle, I want to, let me see. What did I put down Peter for? I meant to say Paul, didn't I? Let me see. Well, I'll just read it and find out where I am here. Peter was teaching a chief principle of faith, which is in line with the epistles and the Pauline revelation of what we have in Christ. And I don't know why I said Peter, I meant Paul. But anyway, uh, the Pauline revelation, you've heard us refer to that, right? The Pauline revelation. Uh, you've heard us say who we are in Christ. You've heard us say, Uh, our redemption rights in Christ. And really, all we're saying is we have the delegated authority. In other words, authority has been given to us. What does authority mean? It it means that when Christ came to live inside of you, the power of God came to live inside. Now, the power of God means the same thing as grace. So don't get all caught up in, whoa, what about the power? Do I have the grace? Do I have have the life? It all means the same thing. Spirit, life, anointing, grace, power. We've been delegated authority to access the power that is within. Now, how do we bring that power from within out? Through our mouth. Through what we say. According to God's word. So we just keep that simple. And really, I teach a lot on the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is simply the power of God within. The power of God, the tools that we, the joy, the peace, the love. Faith, faithfulness, you know, really faith, faithfulness work hand in hand. Uh, all of these tools, but we have to access each one of them by faith. 
But, you know, the tools work hand in hand. We've talked about that. Uh, really, uh, if you're in faith, indicators of faith are what? Joy and peace. So if you're not in the peace of God, if you're not using joy, then you're likely not in faith either. If you're walking around with a frown on your face, obviously you're not believing much. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, I'm glad you're all excited about that. (laughs) So uh, Paul emphasized how we could access the grace of God through faith and that no matter what trial, tribulation, or symptoms of sickness came our way, we could be victorious because of who we were in Christ. Amen? So this is the truth. I want you to understand. We're talking about the Pauline revelation here, which is Pauline revelation in Christ realities, redemptive realities, kingdom realities. It all goes back to the same thing. We have been delegated authority, and we use our faith. It all goes back to the same thing. Now, in Romans 5, verse 1, it's good to be healed and whole, isn't it? Romans 5, verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and so on. But notice in verse 2, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace. In other words, we access the grace or the power of God within us. We access all the tools of the fruit of the Spirit within us. Anything that we need, we have in our spirit, and we speak it by the Word of God. Well, in the power of God, you know, uh, in the earth? Well, of course it is, but it's inside of me. In the Old Testament believers, they had to access the, the power of God without But we have it within, and God gave us words so that we could use it and apply it and and generate things through what we say. And and people get onto us for that, but it's in the Bible. And we go to Genesis 1-1. I mean, it's in the Word of God. So, uh, you know, uh, people call us, name it and claim it, grab it and blab it, and and all those type of things. And I'm just going to laugh my merry way and have have everything God wants me to have in faith. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So uh, Ephesians 2.8, let's go there. Romans 2.8, for by grace you have been saved through faith. So it's talking about the same thing, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Now we've talked of this many times, but we have to understand something. We have been saved through faith, by grace. In other words, by the power of God. The power of God, the Spirit of Christ came in and he changed. A miracle happened. And he deposited everything we need, more power, more grace. Amen. Amen. Uh, So, again, so by grace we're we're saved through faith. Now, save means what? Save, make whole, heal, keep safe and sound, rescue from danger, destruction. So, basically, what do you need? You've been saved. Amen. Praise God. So, we access whatever we need. Now, saved... And the word redeem really means the same thing. Have you noticed that? And we've talked about that many times. Are you all awake? Yes. So uh, through Christ, we have a threefold redemption. And this bears repeating because t- sometimes you, you have individuals that haven't been here before. All right? So uh, number one, our, our threefold redemption is uh, we've been redeemed from spiritual death. In other words, we're forgiven. Number two, we've been redeemed from sickness and disease. 
Number three, we've been redeemed from poverty and lack. Well, Pastor Debbie, I thought we were going to talk, about, talk today about who you're in Christ. We're sitting in the heavenlies. That's what we're talking about. Uh, let's come down from the clouds and understand what we have for a minute. Okay? All right. So, delegated authority. We have been redeemed and saved from all that Satan would try to do to stop us. We are backed with all the authority that heaven provides in Christ. We must use this authority by our faith. So what is the Pauline revelation? I'm glad you asked. This is the Pauline revelation. I've said it over and over in many ways. But uh, who we are in Christ and the authority or the delegated power and grace of God that we access by using our faith in Jesus' name. That is the Pauline revelation. Amen? So I'm going to say that again. Who we are in Christ and the authority or the delegated power, power means grace, or grace of God that we access by using our faith in Jesus' name. This is the Pauline revelation. Uh, This is what we talk about. We emphasize. Why do we emphasize it? Because this is how we were saved. Amen? Amen? Amen. So this is how we were saved. It, it, it bears to be taught and taught and taught and taught and repeated and repeated because people get saved, and then for some reason we get stupid. We think, and saved was a mouthful. We were redeemed by the blood of Jesus, so let's eat the whole roll. You understand? That's what we've talked about. You know, when mama makes rolls, I eat the whole thing. Uh, when you go to the steakhouse down the street, you want all the rolls, right? <laughs> and the honey butter, too. Yes. Amen. That sounds good. Praise the Lord. So we see that the enemy wants to fight the message of who we are in Christ more than anything else. He doesn't want us to get the simplicity of this revelation. So understand something. Now, don't get all weird, you, you know. And, and call the office and give me testimonies about how you, 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 you know, you've been overcoming the devil to come to class for the last, you know, and, and all that. I understand that. And I, we will have testimonies, but the enemy will come against you about coming to these classes. He will try to keep you from it. But he'll try to keep you from coming to church. He'll try to keep you from getting up in the morning if you let him. So let's not get caught up in, oh, yeah, the devil. He, you know, I was, I was on my way to class today, and five people pulled out in front of me, you know. The dog ate my notes, you know. The toilet ran over. It was the devil. And like Kate McVeigh says, no, it was the toilet, you know. When, uh, I understand that the enemy tries, but let's bless Jesus. Yeah. You know, hey, and if you want to give me testimonies, I, I, I appreciate that, but let's emphasize that really, yes, this is a message that he will try to keep you from coming to this class. No doubt about that. But he will try to keep you from anything uh, uh, that helps your life in God. Anything that helps you grow in the Lord. I mean, just if you let him, amen. Praise the Lord. So in uh, 1 Peter 5, 8. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be sober, be vigilant. 
Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Well, he may not devour us who are in Christ, who are using their faith. He may devour somebody if they don't know their authority in Christ. Well, does sickness and disease come on me because I'm doing something wrong? Well, uh, we've said this. Pastor Jay makes a statement. We live in the cage with the lion. But we have the name of Jesus, which is the whip. Right? So you live in a world uh, where the enemy is uh, is going, and he may slap some symptoms on you. But I like to say it like this. They'll slide off me like slime. Because I learn my authority, and they cannot stay on me. That's why even Abraham, he learned just to be like his father God. He called things that be not as though they were. Remember Sarah? I mean, these were people after God's own heart, Abraham and Sarah, but yet they were dealing with symptoms. She wasn't able to have children. He was impotent, right? Uh, uh, But God, at an old age, and he had children. Why? Because uh, he was strengthened. uh, He was strengthened by giving glory to God, strengthened in his faith. So he was worshiping God. He was speaking his faith, and he was generating the thing in his own body as well as his wife's. Amen. 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 Uh, they did not have in Christ realities at that time, but they had the faith of God. And that faith carried over into the age of grace because we needed a way to access the grace within, again, through our faith. So faith was from the beginning of time. In other words, uh, and and we get all, uh, we get weird about the word faith, but it's just a confident expectation. It's, It's a believing, it's a trust in our Father God. So how many know that when we get to know God and we get to know his word, that we will uh, we'll be confident he, that he's going to work on our behalf? And, and as we're in this for a while, as we use our faith and we see God move, we get more confident. Understand? But what will undermine our confidence is if we're not using our faith and then false beliefs begin to build. Based on, we didn't use our faith. Not based on the character of God. It was really based on our own character. So never base something on on, uh, your past experiences, only base it on the word of God. And get to know him. And get to trust him. And his word will come through every time. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Get to know your heavenly father. You'll get to a place where you'll just go to God and say, you know, Lord... I know your word's true. And there's no way that you brought this situation on me. There's a confidence. I mean, when we hear that somebody went home early in a a crash or something like that, we know that's not God's best. Are we condemning that person? No, that's between them and God. I'm not going there, all right? If God wants to show me something, fine. But I know who I am in Christ. And I know that I'm going to stand on that. Amen? And not in arrogancy. But just in the simplicity of just as a child, believing God. Amen? Amen. So we use our faith for healing by answering uh, the symptoms, anything that comes against us with God's word. So what do we use? Isaiah 53, 3 and 5, 1 Peter 2, 24. Go to the scriptures that promise you uh, what you're standing on. Amen. 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 He will try to keep you from it. Yeah, but he'll try to keep you from coming to church. Yeah, he'll try to keep you from getting up in the morning if you let him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So let's not get caught up in, oh, yeah, the devil. He, you know, I was, I was on my way to class today. And five people pulled out in front of me, you know. The dog ate my notes, you know. The toilet ran over. It was the devil. And like Kate McVeigh says, no, it was the toilet, <laughs> you know. When, um, I understand that the enemy tries, but let's bless Jesus. Yeah. You know, hey, and if you want to give me testimonies, I, I, I appreciate that. But let's emphasize that really, yes, this is a message that he will try to keep you from coming to this class. No doubt about that. But he will try to keep you from anything uh, uh, that helps your life in God. Anything that helps you grow in the Lord. I mean, just if you let him, amen. Praise the Lord. So in uh, 1 Peter 5, 8. 1 Peter 5.8 says, be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Well, he may not devour us who are in Christ, who are using their faith. He may devour somebody if they don't know their authority in Christ. Well, does sickness and disease come on me because I'm doing something wrong? Well... Uh, we've said this, Pastor Jay makes a statement, we live in the cage with the lion, but we have the name of Jesus, which is the whip, right? So you live in a world uh, where the enemy is uh, is going, and he may slap some symptoms on you, but I like to say it like this, they'll slide off me like slime, because I learn my authority and they cannot stay on me. That's why even Abraham, he learned just to be like his father God. He called things that be not as though they were. Remember Sarah? I mean, these were people after God's own heart, Abraham and Sarah, but yet they were dealing with symptoms. She wasn't able to have children. He was impotent, right? Uh, uh, But God, at an old age, and he had children. Why? Because uh, he was strengthened. uh, He was strengthened by giving glory to God, strengthened in his faith. So he was worshiping God, he was speaking his faith, and he was generating the thing in his own body as well as his wife's. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, They did not have in Christ realities at that time, but they had the faith of God. And that faith carried over into the age of grace. Because we needed a way to access the grace within, again, through our faith. So faith was from the beginning of time. In other words... And, and we get all uh, we get weird about the word faith, but it's just a confident expectation. It's it's a believing. It's a trust in our Father God. So how many know that when we get to know God and we get to know His Word, that we will uh, will be confident that He's going to work on our behalf. And and as we're in this for a while, as we use our faith and we see God move, we get more confident. Understand? But what will undermine our confidence is if we're not using our faith and then false beliefs begin to build based on we didn't use our faith. Not based on the character of God. It's really based on our own character. So never base something on on, uh, your past experiences, only base it on the word of God and get to know him and get to trust him and his word will come through Every time. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Get to know your heavenly father. You'll get to a place where you'll just go to God and say, you know, Lord, 
I know your word's true. And there's no way that you brought this situation on me. You you just, there's a confidence. I mean, when we hear that somebody went home early in a, in a crash or something like that, we know that's not God's best. Are we condemning that person? No, that's between them and God. We're, we, I'm not going there. All right. If God wants to show me something fine, but I know who I am in Christ. And I know that I'm going to stand on that. Amen. And not in arrogancy, but just in the simplicity of just as a child, believing God. Amen. So we use our faith for healing by answering uh, the symptoms, anything that comes against us with God's word. So what do we use? Isaiah 53, 3 and 5, 1 Peter 2, 24. Go to the scriptures that promise you uh, what you're standing on. Amen. 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 Promise you what you need and then, then take a stand of faith is what I meant to say. So Satan seeks to come and steal the confidence what we are believing that we have in our hearts, the devil will try to undermine God's word by, take, by talking thoughts of doubt and unbelief in the believer's ear. Furthermore, he will cunningly plant obstacles and roadblocks of opposition, trying to deceive and thwart God's children from, from moving forward. He knows that the believer can only move forward when they believe, speak, and act in faith. When we believe, when we speak, and when we act in faith. So the primary way that we speak our faith is through our words. According to the word of God, we speak God's word. And that's how we answer the enemy. And that's how I answer the thoughts with God's word. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And and then it says, and and acting in faith, what is God telling you to do? He may say, well, sick people aren't, you know, sleeping at this time of day. He may say, get up. He may say, you know, walk on that leg that's hurting. I'm not saying to not use wisdom. I'm saying, you know, listen to Dr. Jesus. What's he telling you to do? I'm not saying throw away your medication and that type of thing. You know, let's use wisdom. But at the same time, there have been times where God dealt with me. You need to taper off that medication. or You need to do such and such. You know, at this point in time, I'm not taking any medication. You know, I'm... I've been medication-free for a long time. I, I go for a checkup, and they, okay, what are you on? Jesus. What do you want? And they're, you know, they're, I mean, they have a whole page. Advil, Sudatutamakaya, Cetabaya, you know, whatever. Elvira, Elfira, you know, all kind of. All kind of stuff. But um, and I'm, I'm not trying to be arrogant. I just, I'm not on anything. I actually, uh, because after that, uh, that surgery process I have a, cu- a couple years ago, um, and that was something I had a piece about, but after the fact, they told me to take extra ibuprofen, right? Yeah. And they said, and I started breaking out a rash and all this stuff. And, and the, the amounts they were my, want me to take, it's just like, dear Lord, I felt like a drug addict yeah, or something. Yeah. And I just said in my heart, I said, Lord, I'm never going to take medication anymore. I'm just not going to do it. No more. Well, you know the enemy heard that one. And, and, you know, there were wonderful opportunities to just pop a Tylenol or do this or or the other. But no. Taking the word. Now, am I asking you to do that? Of course not. God gave the doctors wisdom. And that's all free, okay? There I go, off the rabbit trail. All right? That's all free. But what I'm trying to say is there have been, I, I just decided, no, 
because, you know, you, you take Tylenol PM and this and that, it builds up in your system, you start having this ache and pain and whatever, and I just got to the place where I'm just tired of it. You know, and, you know, not that I lived on those things, but anyway, moving right along. I, I just got tired of it, and I, 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 I knew that uh, I just need to be on Jesus. <laughs> so that's God's best, I understand, and it doesn't mean I don't ever have aches and pains or something like that, or, you know, uh, but I, it, it just, I, I go back to the Word. Amen. And that's, that's my solace, Amen. you know. That, that's what I, I, I just like this, and it doesn't mean that if the Lord would to deal with me, go ahead and take something, that I wouldn't do it. Did you hear what I said? All right. So we can put limiters on, but then the Spirit of God deals with us to take a certain path because he knows where our faith is. All right. So I have to preface all that or, you know, people get weird on me. So it's imperative that the child of God understand that, that you're now in Christ. And we read the scripture you know, 2 Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone be in Christ, you know, that's what we're talking about in Christ realities. Pauline revelation. If anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. And we talked about that. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. In other words, they become new in your spirit. But your, your outer man won't experience it unless you use your faith. Do you understand that? Your outer man will not experience what is inside unless you say what you believe. I said the outer man is going to stay the same. You know, crusty character that it is. It's going to stay the same. If you don't speak what is out of the newness of the inner man. Amen. So if, if you're all good with that. And if, if you're not, you know, pray for me because I'm going anyway. So <laughs> praise the Lord. But, you know, I just want to support our pastor. Amen. Amen. Uh, through that. Uh, but anyway, so that, that's something that, that he's anointed to, to minister on. But we minister on several. You can come up a different side of the mountain, minister on these subjects, but you need to come to the same conclusion. Amen. What does who we are in Christ mean? So, in John 14, uh, 13 and 14, we've talked about this. Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, John 14, 13, 14, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Ask, in the Greek, in the Greek means to ask, call for, require, or to demand. So, uh, whatever the situation requires... We, we are to ask, call for, require, or demand. Now, you're not to demand the Father, right? Uh, but, it, but it says ask, call for, require, or demand. But we do it in the name of Jesus. So, number one, we're to demand our rights and privileges by boldly answering the devil and circumstances in Jesus' name. Or, number two, we are to boldly, in prayer, ask the Father in Jesus' name. I mean, what do you need? Ask. So, uh, you've heard me say this many times, but in Mark eleven twenty two, let's let's just go there real quick. It's basically saying the same thing. Mark eleven twenty two. So Jesus answered and said to them, "Have faith in God." And and I'm hurrying up here because I've got to close her down. For assuredly I say to you, so he's talking about what faith is. This is a God kind of faith which was delegated to us. For assuredly. 
I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. We know that we can take the mountain out of there. So basically, whatever we speak to in the name of Jesus has to listen to us. But in, in verse 24, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, and we know Jesus taught us to pray in the name of Jesus, right? All right, so we're still teaching on prayer here. What if you ask uh, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them? Well, pastor, that's talking about two different things. No, it's just, it, it's uh, whatever you say or whatever you pray. But, but you need to do it in faith. Amen. And really, in that verse 24, therefore I say to whoever thinks you ask, that word ask means ask, call for, require, demand. So you could say, you could just, you have to believe that you receive no matter if you're asking the Father or not. So you go, just like a policeman, uh, they're not actually asking anybody to do anything. They're telling them, stop. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 They're not right. saying, would you please stop? Uh-huh. Okay, no, they're saying stop. Yeah. So there are things that we already know we have. Right. You already know you're healed. Yes. You really don't need to go and ask the Father. Right. For healing. Right. I mean, if that's how you want to release your faith. But really, he already gave it to you. Amen. So you believe that you receive uh, healing and wholeness. But really, you're just standing in your rights and privileges of who you are in Christ. Amen. Your delegated authority by saying, stop yes. to yes. symptoms. Yes. Yes. And you speak to that and say, no, in Jesus' name, turn around. Amen. Change. Amen. Now, there are times sometimes I'll say, Lord, I just release my faith for the power of God to minister. Or if there's a specific thing, I'll, I'll ask him, Lord, uh, the doctor said this, and now I just ask you to change that. Amen. And I just speak over it. Amen. So you don't have to get weird about it, but understand, just know who you are in Christ. Yeah. To know what you already have. And we go and ask the Father specific things like, what is your will? What's your direction for my life? But we don't really have to ask him to heal us. Right. Now, if there's something specific, like I said, sometimes specifically, I'll say, Lord, you know, they said this thing needs to be changed, or yada, yada, yada. So I just ask you to change that. But really, I could just say, in Jesus' name, I just command it be changed. Yeah. Amen. All right? Amen. So we get all confused about that, but, but we shouldn't. Because uh, ask just means to ask, call for, require, or demand because of your rights. In Christ. Well, praise the Lord. In Matthew 18, Matthew 18, 18, it says, Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. To bind in the Greek means to forbid, prohibit, declare to be illicit. Sounds like that policeman. He forbids the cars to come and so that he can let traffic go this way, right? So, uh, assuredly, I say to you, whatever you. Now, the, the word there is you. Now, let's go on down to verse 19. Again, I say to you. So, he's saying basically the same thing, but it's a little bit different circumstance. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. So, you're, you're, you're coming together, basically taking the hand of a, another person. I mean, you don't have to take their hand, you understand, but sometimes we do that. And we release our faith uh, by asking the Father. Or you could just call what you already know. Amen. You know, if that person comes to you and says, I need to be healed. Well, you, you explain to them you've already been healed and you take them to the scriptures. So you take hands with them in Jesus' name. Amen. We just claim it. Amen. And you specifically talk 
uh, that thing. I claim healing for my leg. I claim healing for my throat. I claim healing. And you're in agreement with that person. All right? Uh, You cannot bleed for everybody else. Now, those are some of the things we're going to be talking about the week's head. I'm sorry that I can't get to that today, but I would like you to emphasize something, just like we've talked about what they say on the plane. They tell you, put on the oxygen mask first yourself. All right, so we need to learn to put on our oxygen mass of faith and start using it first and then and understand who we are in Christ and then start helping others. Now, I will say that many of you have for many, many years been sitting under the word of God, so it's time to start helping others. Yeah, but I'm not fully experiencing it. Well, nobody is, all right? I mean, not everybody has fully experienced everything that they received in salvation, but we're walking it out. And somewhere along the line, we've got to get our little boots of honey up and start ministering to other people. And really, that will help us. Like, I'll end with this. I love the story. Sorry, Katie. I'm going to use her as an illustration. She was talking about how she was ministering to a lady about being filled with the Holy Ghost, and this was some years back. And Matt looked at her and said, you're confusing me. <laughs> it's like, what? What did you say to her? How'd she get filled? You know? And so we were laughing at, at that, you know, I, I, and I didn't, you know, give her, a, you know, expose on getting filled. I just told her, hey, you know, we have a good lesson on that and talk to Ann and we've got, you know, a syllabus along that line and it makes it simple, that type of thing. But anyway, I I think of that. And now, you know, she's got many people filled with the Holy Ghost and what have you. But we just keep it simple. Praise Lord. Why don't you stand up? So do you know who you are in Christ? Did it help you just to go over the foundations? Does it help you just to look at it, you know? Read the end of the book first. (laughs) And get the definition of what really is in Christ. Um, Just one more time, I'll, I'll read that. Is that okay? Yes. So the definition of the Pauline revelation of who we are in Christ is who we are in Christ and the authority or the delegated power, grace of God, that we access by using our faith in Jesus' name. So that's what we've just taught about. We broke it down. We tried to keep it simple. And if you listen to this over and over, you can get to understand. And like I said, um, we'll be teaching on, as far as I know, like I said, I'm always reserved the right to, to, to change if the Lord deals with me to change. So, um, uh, but we just need to keep it simple and s- start applying these things to your own personal life. You can, you, you've got delegated authority over the domain over your household, but then your children may come to an age of accountability to where they've heard the word enough and they need to start using their faith right, or it may not work for them, or there may be, uh, like we have daycare kids, we can use our authority, we teach them, lay hands on them, we can use our authority here, but we don't necessarily have authority when they go home, you understand, so don't try to be believing for everybody else, uh, and don't try to go around casting the devil out of everybody, you know, Paul, with the, the woman with the spirit of divination, it was days before he dealt with that because he, he really, you understand in the word of God that he needed a word of knowledge. Well, praise God, you can just cast the devil out of anybody. Well, if I could, I would have cast it out of you. Amen. But no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But uh, Paul cast the spirit of divination out of that lady when he had a witness by the spirit to do so. So I tell those at the daycare, you know, just watch what you uh, pray or say over the kids, lay hands on them, that type of thing. If you have a witness of the Spirit to take authority over something, do it. 
but, but let, let's not be weird. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. God bless. If you would like more information about Pastor Debbie Eberly's ministry, please visit us on the web at soffc.org or call us at 319-366-2147 or you can write to us at Spirit of Faith Family Church, Post Office Box 8355, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, 52408. And remember, God loves you and you're equipped to live victoriously in every area of life.